Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. Grab your journal. You are watching a master at work. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Christian Bay Podcast, where Christ and culture connects. I pray that you guys are having a wonderful day. This episode is going to be a replay of my Instagram live for those of you who could not make it. If you don't know, every Wednesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, I get on Instagram live at the Christian Bay underscore and I give a word on Fridays and we have Bible study and Q&A on Wednesday night. I would love for you to join me. If you would like to sow into this word, you can sow at my cash app, which is dollar sign the Christian Bay or my PayPal, which is the Christian Bay at gmail.com. Let's get into the episode. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for allowing us to be here tonight. Father God, we want to thank you. I want to thank you for each and every person that's on this live, Father God. Tonight, I pray that you completely decrease me, Father God. I pray that your Holy Spirit takes over me, Father God, and have your way. I pray that every word that leaves my mouth is laced with your presence, Father God, and that it reaches each and every person on this live in their dark place, in their broken place, and it, in exchange, fills them with hope, inspiration, and your presence, Father God. I pray that this word penetrates and places new seeds within them, Father God, seeds that produce spiritual fruit and that leads them closer to you in all ways, Father God. We love you and we'll forever praise your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Let's get it. So it says in John 15, the subtitle is The Vine and the Branches. And it says, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. Verse 2 says, He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit. He prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So I was like, okay, you know, that's a very simple, straight to the point verse. Like he cuts off every branch that doesn't bear fruit. And then the ones that do bear fruit, he prunes them. So what God let me know that when he told me in the shower, come forth, he was saying in this season, it's time for us to come forth for the pruning. It's time for us to not try to run away from what God is doing in us in this season, not trying to avoid it or not try to take the easy route out, but step up to who he's called us to be and what he's calling us to in this season. And what he showed me was that we've been leading up to this. So he told me to go look at the previous lives. And if we look back to two weeks ago on Wednesday, the live was called Mature Me. And in that live, we were talking about not forgetting what God did. And I was reminding you guys how the same God that was there for you in January of this year, he's here for you during COVID-19. So don't forget what God has done for you. It's time for you to mature in your faith and not just be shaken by anything that the enemy throws your way. You need to remember what God has done for you last year, the year before he's made a way. So you need to mature your mind. It's time for you to sit down and realize that if God was here for me last year, he's going to be here for me this year. I need to be mature enough to not be shaken by anything that comes at me. So that's what we talked about two Wednesdays ago. And then that Friday, that was the ring the alarm word and that's where I told you guys that God said I want you to wake them up because they're sleeping on my word they're sleeping on what I told them I would do in their life and I know you warned them that it's time to get mature but now I need you to ring the alarm and wake them up because I need them to know that every set everything that I said I was going to do I'm still going to do but if they don't see it if they don't believe it if they don't have faith for it how can this thing actually come to pass because your faith is what activates the 
promise of God. If you don't believe this thing, if you don't believe his word, you're not going to receive it. Faith is what does the works. We think that it's us that do the work. We think that it's our hands that does the work, but it's actually our faith. It's actually us showing God that God, I believe everything you said. I don't care about the circumstances. I don't care about people's opinion. I don't care about my bank account. What you said is what I believe. And that faith, that is what allowed God to move in our life. So in that week, on that Friday, I was ringing the alarm because I said, y'all sleeping on the word of God. So it's time to wake you up. And then that next Wednesday, which was last week, Wednesday, the word was, are you all in? Are you a sheep or are you a goat? Now that you have decided that you're going to mature your mind and now that you have been woken up by the alarm, are you all in? You're up now. You know what's up. You know how God does. You know how God is moving in this season. So are you all in? Now is the time for you to figure out whether you want to do it your way or whether you want to do it God's way. Because before you could have used the excuse of I didn't know. I didn't. I wasn't mature enough to know. I didn't know better so I couldn't do better and I didn't remember the word of God. But we went through a series and you asked to be mature you said that you were going to be mature in this season and God reminded you of his word by waking you up so now I need to know are you all in so that's what we talked about on last week Wednesday are you all in are you a sheep or are you a goat do you want to go through life being independent and doing it your way or do you want to follow your shepherd that was the time for you to make up your mind and decide are you all in and then on Friday we talked about God where are you because now that I decided that I'm a sheep now that I decided that I want to be led by my shepherd God where are you leading me to where, where are you how can I locate you and we ended off Friday's live talking about drop the how and replace it with God and remove the I it's not how will I pass this test in this season it's God will pass this test through Christ I can do all things that's where my strength comes from so I don't have to figure this out I can drop the I and I don't have to figure out the why the how because God is the how so that's what we talked about on Friday we talked about God where are you because yes I'm mature now and I I understand that you woke me up for your word. I understand that I was sleeping on your promise and I understand that you asked me, am I all in? I don't show myself to you. I told you what I want for you in this season. I woke you up. I set the alarm. So are you all in? And I said that I'm all in. So now that I'm all in, how can I get to you? God, where are you? God, I need to know that I don't have to go through life figuring out this thing on my own. I can just rely on you. So that's what we realized on Friday. And then today God said, okay, Okay, so now that you mature, okay, so now that you awake, okay, so now that you are in and I done told you where I am, I'm right here. I need you to come forth. I need you to come forth. We don't went through this whole little timeline leading up to this point because you didn't know before or you wasn't all in before or you didn't know how to get to me before or you had forgot what I had done in the past. But now that we have covered all territory, now that all questions have been answered, tell them to come forth. So what does coming forth look like? What, what does that look like in today's time? What does that look like in this season? And what coming forth looks like is stepping up to the throne, to the throne boldly. That's what it looked like to come forth because a lot of times what we do in our relationship with God, and I notice the fact because y'all be blowing on my DMs, we try to submit our life to Christ and give our life to God, but we don't want to go through the tough seasons. We, we don't want to go through the seasons that hurt. We want to give our life to Christ, but we want to keep the parts that we want to keep. So yeah, God, I want to live for you, but 
I still want to date this person. So you can have everything over here, but I want to keep this. If I got to, if I got to sacrifice this, I don't really know. There's certain parts of our life that we try to hide from God because we want to keep that to ourselves. We don't boldly step up with those parts that we want to keep. It's certain parts that's kind of in secret. We'll be bold with everything else, you know, especially when it comes to prayers and asking for stuff. We can boldly step to the throne with faith when it's something that we want. But when it's something that we got to give, you know, I'm going to give you this, but I'm going to keep that like that. God, mind your business. You and my business don't do that because this ain't got nothing to do with you. Like I'm going to keep this to myself, but I'll boldly step and pray and ask for everything else that I want. But I'm just going to keep this over here to myself. So what does it look like to come forth? What this scripture was letting us know tonight is that when you give your life to Christ, there's no hiding any parts. If you're all in, like you said you was last week, Wednesday, you said you was all in. And then the Wednesday before that, you asked to be mature. So if you're all in, if you really want to live this life, I need you to understand that there's no hiding. There's no keeping this part to yourself because what Jesus was saying in this verse is, he said, my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. And you know, in our mind, we're okay with that. Like, yeah, God, if, if this part of me is going to keep me from getting to my purpose, then cut it off. You know, he's kind of toxic, God. Cut him off. You know, this job is getting on my nerves, God. Cut it off. But then when God is like, but what about the parts of you that you think is producing fruit? Can I, can I cut off those parts? Because we always want to take the easy route. So in our mind, when we give our life to Christ, we can either go through a pruning process or avoid the pruning process. But what this verse was letting us know was, it's no way around it. It literally says in verse one, he says, my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. So that would be the things that you consider bad things. Yeah, my attitude, I need to work on that. So I know God gonna cut that off. And this toxic relationship, God gonna cut that off. But then when you continue to read, it says, while every branch that does bear fruit. So these are the parts of you that you think is good. Oh, you, you think that part is good. You think, you know, my, my, my perspective is great. I don't need to change anything about the way that I see life because, you know, I'm smart. Like, I went to school for this. The way I go about my business, that's great. The way I communicate with people, that's great. The way I worship or the way I have friendships, that's great. I don't have a problem in this area of my life. So I don't need to submit this part of my life. We have parts of our life where we feel like, yeah, God, I can give you this because it could be a little better. But this over here, this is perfect. I, I don't need to work on nothing on this so i don't even need to bring this to your throne i don't even need to submit or sacrifice this to you because i know that i am good in this area so when it comes to pruning or when it comes to going through a process with god there are certain areas of our life where we feel like we don't need to go through the process at all because we're good in that area we're perfect in that area i never had an issue with communication i never had an issue with my thought i'm a very logical person I think everything through. I'm an overthinker, you know. I can do this on my own. I don't need to submit that part. But this verse was letting us know that it says, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So he cuts off the branch that bears no fruit and he prunes the branch that does bear fruit. So what does the word prune mean? The word prunes means to trim by cutting away dead or overgrown branches or stems, especially to increase fruitfulness and growth. Remove unwanted parts. So what that means is now that you've matured in your walk with Christ, 
now that we went to the went through the live where God woke you up and reminded you of his word he reminded you of what he's done for you in this season and last season last year he's reminded you of all of that now that we've got to the place where we said yes God I'm all in and I just want to know where you at so I can meet you there I'm gonna pull up because I decided that I'm all in now that we done got to that place God is saying and I need you to understand that the pruning cannot be you cannot go around the pruning there's no promise without pruning you must be pruned so I need you to get this in your mind now and I need you to accept this now because you said you was all in and I asked you before we got to this point in your purpose I asked you before we got to this place because I knew that you would need to make up your mind because it's not gonna be easy there's going to be some cutting off we think that if we do everything based on a rule book we try to read the Bible to find the rules can I do this but not do that can I we think that there's some type of way that we can go around the process that's why y'all be blowing up my DMs is this okay or is that okay is this okay or is that okay because you want to make sure that you don't have to go through the process you want to make sure that you don't have to go through any pruning because we want everything that's easy we want the cookie cut we want we're the microwave generation we want everything quick God I don't want to go through pain I don't want to get rid of parts of me that I think is okay I don't think there's anything wrong with that part of my life so I don't want to go through it so I'm gonna try to read your word to make sure that I do everything by the book so that I can try to avoid this thing and tonight God is saying I need you to come forth I need you to come forth boldly and I need you to understand that there's no way around this pruning because even the parts of you that you think is good, they could be better. Even the parts of you that you think is producing fruit, it could produce more. There's no area in your life where God can't do more in that area. There's no area in your life where God can't make that better than it was before. Yeah, you could be good, but you could be great. You're not him. You're not perfect. So we have to get to the point where we're okay with coming forth with all of us. Not just what we think needs working on, not just what we think needs pruning, but a hundred percent. I need you to step forth, not just one foot, but put both feet forward. Step up to me, come forth to where I am because I'm gonna prune you. And I don't wanna do it forcefully. I don't wanna have to do it where I trick you or I make you do this. I want you, you said last week that you was all in, remember? Are you all in? You said yes. You said we said we was all in. So if you are in, come forth because this is where the process starts. And the process is a pruning because I am going to be cutting. I'm going to be cutting away dead parts or overgrown parts. That's what it said. It doesn't just say dead parts. It say overgrown parts. Not that, that which means that it's, it could be something that's not dead in your life, but it's been in your life for too long. You've been thinking about that. You've been thinking that way for too long. You've been handling your finances that way for too long. It might not be dead, but it's overgrown. Like it, it, it it's, it's had its time and it's time for it to go because it's preventing you from getting to your growth. It's kind of like those friends that you have. And it's like, you're not a bad influence, but you're not a good one either. It's like, you're not, you're not bad for me, but you also not good for me. We kind of just in the middle. We kind of just stagnant with this thing this thing is kind of just waving right here we not going up or down it's just right here so it's not that it's a bad thing but it ain't a good thing either so God said yeah I know you're willing to give me your bad parts but I want the overgrown parts too I want the stagnant parts too I want the parts where you're comfortable and you think that you could just sit this right here and I mean God it isn't calling any it isn't calling any harm it, it isn't doing anything wrong I mean they don't come to church with me but they don't try to stop me from going to church I mean he don't pray with me but he don't tell me not to pray sometimes he remind me to pray it's not like it's stopping me from getting closer to you but is it pushing you is it pushing you closer to him or is it just you know it's just here 
It's just, we just in the middle with it. We not progressing, but we not going back either. We just in the middle. And God said, yeah, I need you to, I need you to come forth. And I need you to bring all of that, the bad and the mediocre. I need you to bring all of that with you because you said you was all in. I asked you last, are you all in y'all? That was the word for last week, Wednesday. Are you all in? That includes the parts that you think that don't need to be changed. I want to prune those. So Jesus said, he cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. So tonight, if you're sowing a seed, we're sowing the bold seed. Because you got to be real bold to bring forth the parts of you that you don't think is nothing wrong with it. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with this. It's not causing no harm. You know that saying, if it ain't um, if it ain't broke, don't break it. Like, you know, just leave it good. Don't fix what don't need to be fixed. Just, just leave it like this. It's fine. It's not causing any, it's just not causing any growth either. And God is saying, yeah, all the parts. I want all of you. That's why I asked you last week, are you all in? Because I knew this week I was going to say, well, let me see. Come forth. Bring all of you forth. Bring all of you boldly to the throne of God. It's the verse is Hebrews. Why oh, my computer's trying to play me? Hebrews 4.16. It says, come boldly to the throne of God. C come up. Come boldly and bring all of you, even when you don't understand. Because sometimes God is going to ask us to submit parts of us that it's just like, well, what, what, what was wrong with this? If you wrote out the business plan, if you if you got this plan for college and you got your whole life planned out and God, you know, I'm planning to do it this way. And I already read your Bible. It don't say anything wrong with it. So why you want me to give up on this dream? Why you want me to submit this dream? Because it's good, but it could be better. So I want the good and the bad. Because I'm going to make the bad good and I'm going to make the good greater. Are you all in? And if you are, I need you to come boldly. It's Hebrews 4.16. And it says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. That we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in time of need. Because the thing about God, when we go through the pruning process, which we cannot get around, y'all. You can't. And I want you guys to understand me when I say this tonight. You are going to go through a process with Christ. You are going to be pruned, which means there's going to be things that are cut away. But I need you to understand when he cut away the bad things, the things that you know are bad, it's because he's going to make them good. And when he cut away the things that you don't understand, that friendship that ended and you don't know why, that relationship that ended and you know you don't know why. When he cuts those things away, it's because he's moving it from good to great. He's going to, re God removes and God replaces. So he's moving it from good to grace, even the good to great, even the parts that you feel like it was nothing wrong with that. You ain't have to take that. That was a good paying job. I was at a great school. Why would you remove that? God, God, I gave my life to you and you just start taking stuff away. Why are you doing this? He's moving it from bad to good or good to great. You don't take no L with Christ. You can't take no L with God because he don't take L's. So I need y'all to come boldly. He said, come boldly and bring all of you. Cause I'm going to show you how real winners move. I'm going to show you, but you got to be all in. You can't half do this thing. You can't be one foot in and one foot out. You got to be all the way in. If you really want to be with the winners. So tonight, if you're sowing the seed, we're sowing the boldly seed. Boldly come boldly. Get with the winning team. That's right. Sanaya. Get with the winning team. You cannot take an L with God. Like, it, it just does not happen. So tonight, he said, come forth. And when you come forth, come boldly. I'm laying it all down. Yep, here. And watch how he takes your life and make it from bad to good or good to great. All right, y'all? That's the word. Y'all, I was so excited for this word because I'm just like, oh, he said, 
God don't take no L's, need to be on the shirt. <laughs> he don't, sis. And that's the T, okay? Come boldly. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy you needed that. And I'm not happy you needed it, but I'm happy you got it. Thank you, Father. Yes. Can you save this? Yes, I'm going to save it. I save all of them to my IGTV, y'all. I was so, I was like, this man set us up. He said, I asked y'all last week, are you all in? Because I knew this week I was going to say, well, let me see. Show me then. Come forth. Show me then. Who? You in my business? Y'all. <laughs> okay. What is sowing a seed? It's funny that you ask this because a lot of you guys ask me this question. So sowing a seed, um, in the word of Ma in the book of Malachi, God talks about sowing 10% of your income back into his house. So what you would do is whatever church that you go to, you would sow a seed and that's you got giving God his portion. So whatever amount of money that you receive, you're supposed to sow 10% of that into whatever house is feeding you spiritually or whatever person is feeding you spiritually. If there's a sermon that's like if you watch a td jake sermon on youtube he's gonna have at the bottom where you can sow a seed because you're sowing it back into where you're being fed spiritually so if you have your own church they do they do tithes on sunday that's you sowing your seed and it's supposed to be 10 percent. you sow it back into the house of god you sow it back into whatever person is feeding you or pouring into you spiritually that's what it means to sow a seed somebody had asked is there is there a particular person that you're supposed to sow a seed to like if you don't have Yes, it's ties. Ties is like sowing the seed. That's the same thing. So somebody asked, if you don't have a church that you go to, um, how would you sow seed? So like me, I watch, I watch, I stream online because my church isn't open. So the church that I watch online, that's who I sow to. That's who I pay my tithes to because that's who's feeding me spiritually. So you're supposed to sow your seeds to whatever church, whatever ministry, whatever organization, whatever person is feeding you spiritually. You sow that as unto the Lord because that's where you're getting your, that's where you're getting spiritually fed from. So that's what sowing a seed is. It's tithing, but you just call it sowing or tithing. Same thing. All right, y'all, let's pray. Father God, first and foremost, we want to thank you for this fresh word tonight, Father God. We want to thank you for the new perspective that you've given us, Father God, and the understanding and the wisdom and the knowledge that you've downloaded into our spirits tonight, God. I pray that you allow me and each and every person on this live to come boldly, Father God, in spite of what we may think, Father God, in spite of what experience or life has taught us, Father God, in spite of what is logical in the world, Father God. I pray that we push past all of that and come boldly to your throne and bring all of us us, Father God, and lay it down at your feet, Father God, so that you can have your way because we know that in your presence, in your will, with your word, we cannot take an L. We cannot lose, Father God. We submit ourselves to you, Father God. We submit our lives and our hearts to you, Father God, and we give you permission to have your way, Father God. I pray over every person that's on this live, Father God, that fear leaves them, Father God. I come against the spirit of fear and I replace it with the spirit of faith, Father God. Give them faith that surpasses all understanding, Father God. Give them a faith that's unwavering father god give them a faith that's unexplainable i don't have to tell you why i'm doing what i'm doing i don't have to tell people how i'm moving what i'm doing father god because all i need is approval from you and with your approval with your word and with your guidance failure is not our end result father god but victory we thank you for who you who you are and we love you and we'll forever praise your name in jesus name we pray Amen. Thank you for listening to another episode from the Christian Bay podcast. I pray that this episode bless you. If you would like to sow, the information is in my description box. My PayPal is thechristianbay at gmail.com and my cash app is dollar sign the Christian Bay. I pray that this word blessed you and I pray that you have a blessed day. Love you, bays.